0: All right, let's do this. We're going live in five, four, three.
1: Oh my, just so many business podcasts out there. How can I possibly know where to begin? Here at Intrepid Business, we are about stripping away all of the usual boring fluff and instead focus on showcasing real people doing real business, achieving amazing things. The ones truly changing the world, the instigators making a dent, the people changing how we do sales and marketing, leading innovation, the people redefining leadership. But who are these people? Why do they do what they do? How do they do what they do? Find out on Intrepid Business. And now, here are your hosts.
0: morning and welcome back to Intrepid Business. I am your host, Todd Schnick. Going to be a very interesting conversation on today's show. Lots of conversations over the years here about how technology is impacting how we conduct our daily lives. Today's conversation promises to be yet another interesting discussion of how technology is changing the way we do things. So let's get to it. I'm joined by David Walker, co-founder and CEO of TripleMint. I'm also joined by Philip Lang, co-founder and COO of TripleMint. Gentlemen, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks so much, Todd. Glad to be here.
0: Well, it's good to have you. Uh, before we get into our conversation, guys, around TripleMint, do want to go through and ask each of you to quickly share with us a background. So, Phil, let's we'll start with you. Walk us through a bit about you and your background.
2: Absolutely. So, David and I actually met while we were rowing together at Yale. My personal background is I, I hail originally from outside of Atlantic City, New Jersey. Went to college with David, moved down to the city after college to work in, in investment banking and finance for a couple years. And then, then we started TripleMint.
0: Got it. So the rowing thing in college, now I understand the bond with uh, some of your investors. Okay, good stuff. David, uh, talk to us about you and your background.
1: Sure. Thanks, Todd. So I I grew up in a real estate family. My dad was a real estate developer all over the East Coast and Florida. So I grew up spending summers working construction, property management, leasing, all the sort of learn-to-be-a-man kind of jobs, and met Phil in college. And after my sophomore year, I actually left Yale, helped build a startup. I was the first hire after the two co-founders, and we successfully grew and sold that company. So I caught the startup bug and knew I wanted to merge real estate and technology. And Phil and I started TripleMint to change the way people buy, sell, and rent apartments starting in New York City.
0: All right. Well, David, go deep on TripleMint. What do you do? How do you serve in your market?
1: Sure. TripleMint's the refreshingly simple way to find your home. We're a software-powered real estate brokerage, and we've merged the best of technology and the best of expert real estate agents to help change the way people buy, sell, and rent homes. So starting with sort of the data you search online, we give our clients direct access to the internal broker databases on our software and search platform to allow them to gain better insights into the market. And then we have a team of expert real estate agents we have changed the compensation structure, made it a little bit more unique and, and beneficial of the clients by paying our agents sort of a monthly base and a client satisfaction-based bonus on top of their commissions so that we really align the incentives of the agent and the customer. And then post-close, we've gone and created a concierge moving service where we help customers with their move, move, save money on cable and internet, finding a new gym in their neighborhood, all the little expenses and, and things that add up when you move. So we've really bridged the gap between online search through finding and closing on a great home, through moving into your new neighborhood.
0: All right. Well, Phil, you know, I, I actually host a real estate show uh, that's focused here on the real Atlanta real estate market. And over the years, there's been an awful lot of digital tools that have popped up here and there that give you different kinds of access and, and different ability to research and, and see what's available and all that. How is TripleMent different than, than these tools that have been on the marketplace for a while?
2: Absolutely. So, you the biggest difference is that Triplemint encompasses both an online and offline component to its service. You know, there's a lot of tools out there nowadays that allow you to search listings online and and while that's certainly important and transparency of data is very important, the one thing that we offer that that a website can offer is that we actually have agents that can take you to see the properties that you favorite or book appointments to see on our website. So the, our ability to offer both the online search component as well as the offline actually closing on that house component is really important. You know, As of right now, there really isn't a buy button online for real estate. And until we get to the point where people are willing to buy online, you still need an agent to work with that you can trust to be able to close on that property. All right, got it.
0: David, uh, what lessons have you guys learned from observing and practicing in that, that traditional way of doing this? I mean, what, what, what problems, what challenges, what headaches are you looking to solve by doing it the triple mint way?
1: It's a great question. I mean, it actually, Phil and I are smiling at each other. It takes us back to our beginnings. When we started this company, the first thing we did, we didn't go build a, a website. We didn't focus on the technology side. We actually became traditional real estate agents ourselves. We were the first two agents at Tripleman, and we spent a good year working as agents ourselves, really understanding the industry, understanding what it's like to be a real estate agent. And what we found is that real estate agents are vitally important to their clients. And the missing piece for most agents is that they spend very little of their time on those super important things and a lot of their time on sort of manual work that can and should be automated. So, so that lesson was, was crucial to us because we've now been able to focus on building the technology and the software platforms internally to be able to make our team of agents significantly more efficient, which in turn frees up more of their time to focus on the really important value add to their clients. So it's, it, it was a great learning experience, putting ourselves in the shoes of traditional real estate agents before going and sort of creating the new model.
0: Phil, yeah, I absolutely detest to do this, but it's such an easy way to kind of set up the question. And, and, and I feel like it's cheating when I, when I tee up a question this way. But obviously, a, a functional application like Uber is disrupting how you hire a car service and how you transport yourself around town. Talk to me about how technology is going to do that in the real estate industry. How are you leveraging technology? What are you doing different with it? And, and I guess more excitingly, where are we going with it? What's possible longer term?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I think you know the technology is super important in real estate. Um, we've seen that the transparency of data has really changed the way that people are able to search. You know, it used to be that if you wanted to go figure out what homes are on the market, you had to walk into a broker's office and figure out you know what was on the MLS, and they would open up their book and they'd show you the properties that were available that that week. Now people can go onto a site like Tripleman. And they can book an appointment directly to see a home. And we can take them to go see it in a matter of days, sometimes hours. So it's totally changed the way that people view and access properties. And where that's going in the future is making the, the closing process more efficient. And so right now, you know, you're know, you able to basically get an agent online and then take that and, and, and go see something in person. And a lot of the closing documents and the mortgage loan processes to make the entire process a lot more efficient and a lot more packaged for people to sort of make the process a lot easier.
0: You know, it sounds like speed is something that's a really critical element here. I mean, I'm thinking about the the New York real estate market where if there's a, a property available, it doesn't last long and there's probably a lot of competition to get the attention of that seller. I mean, is speed everything here? I mean, is that part of what you're doing here is that you have the ability to identify an opportunity and move quick on it?
2: Well, well, speed is important, but the other thing is trustworthiness. People are oftentimes viewing real estate, you know, a little bit different than a car service, potentially people view real estate as an investment more than just a place to live. And so someone where they, you can be sure that you're making the right decision is a really important piece of that. So it's tools to analyze that. And to make sure that you're not bidding too much, that you're making the proper offer, that that you're positioning yourself in the best way possible to get that home that you're looking for.
0: Yeah, that's a good point, Phil. I mean, I was thinking about this going into the conversation. Yeah, you you can hire a car. Quickly and cheaply, you can shoot. I just interviewed a company that, that you can buy mattresses online and then you can get suits made now through through an app. Buying a home is different, though. I mean, there is a trust, that trustworthiness that you just stipulated is a really critical element here. It sounds like the triple mint model, which is yeah, there's the technology tools that you have access to, but there's a human being there too that always adds that element of trust. I mean, I, I, I kind of get the model now, right?
1: Absolutely. The human being is crucial. You know, it's, We view ourselves as financial advisors. For most people, buying a home is the biggest investment they'll ever make in their lives. And we think it's about time that people sort of see their real estate agent that way and, and judge their real estate agents based on their ability to be that true advisor in that process of making such a big investment.
0: All right. Well, Phil and David with Triple Mint will return after this short break. We'll be right back.
2: program is brought to you by Miles Finch Innovation, LLC, a creative consultancy that is passionate about ideas, imagination, and facilitating a culture of innovation. Miles Finch Innovation helps companies navigate the messy territory of corporate innovation. They're strategic thinking partners who can help you get unstuck and identify creative solutions to your toughest challenges. They also love to train and speak on the subject of creative leadership. Learn more about how they can help you at milesfinchinnovation.com. Miles Finch Innovation. Idea-centric. Strategically driven. Humanly conscious.
0: All right. I'm back with David Walker, co-founder and CEO, and Philip Lang, co-founder and COO of TripleMint. So, gentlemen, um, talked at the top half of the first segment about your agents and we talked about the importance of having that human element uh, as part of your process and your model and how that helps with the trust the trustworthiness which is so critical in this but you did say you did it a different way. And this this, uh, this satisfaction bonus that you mentioned and this different type of compensation package is, intrigues me. I want to know more about it. As I mentioned, I do host a real estate show that focuses on the Atlanta market. And no surprise to you, I've been hosting that show for four years. I've seen a lot of real estate agents come and go. It's it's a brutal slog. And I, I wonder if the compensation model that you worked up here is a different way is probably the future of how you have to compensate agents in this kind of space talk to me more about that process and why you designed it that way
1: sure it, it's vitally important I think you know allowing the agent and the client to truly work together as a team is the end goal and compensation is one way of achieving that goal and you know we've restructured it a little bit to really focus on aligning those incentives by putting in this client satisfaction bonus by having a monthly base so that, you know, if, if the deal closes next month versus this month, agents still pay rent. We've tried to remove that sort of pressure to close, uh, to really do what's best for the customer. And that's vitally important. Another piece of the compensation model is that all of our agents have the ability to earn equity in the company. You know, we've taken those best practices of startups who have studied employee incentive programs and how to motivate people, and we've applied them to real estate really for the first time. And we're seeing the results, uh, our customers are seeing the results. They absolutely love it, and the agents really love it because they feel like they're incentivized for doing a good job, not just for getting that deal closed. And, and I think every great agent wants to be incentivized for doing a really good job for their client.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Boy, you know, I I don't want to I don't want to compare this 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 pressure to close, right? I mean, that's a very common tale. I hear a lot of stories about it, and it it kind of. It kind of adds a, a negative to the experience, right? its I don't want to compare it to buying a car, say, but but that pressure to close, removing that pressure to close, frankly, it changes everything. I mean, it, it makes it an entirely different process in, in a, because it is a significant investment. And to be rushed into that and to be pushed and prodded really detracts from that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, mean I, I trust, however, that by removing that makes it... Do you struggle with, with agents... Slowing down and being a little more lackadaisical and and not closing or or how do you how do you find that 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 fine line between the two?
1: Interestingly enough, we don't we find that when the client and the agent truly are able to build up uh, an honest partnership They're actually the clients typically uh, are able to close faster They're able to get more information from the agent more quickly. They're able to really trust that agent's opinion and know that that agent's help, really helping them find the right apartment. And, and it removes the friction from the process. So you know, if the client wants to move quickly, which they often do in a competitive market like we're in today, they're able to actually move more quickly because they really trust that their agent is working as their advisor and incentivized to help them find the right property. So we found really only positive benefits from that. And it's it's been it's been huge for our customers.
0: Outstanding. All right. Well, David, you mentioned at the very top of the show about about the the data that the customers now have access to, and you said something that intrigued me, and I want to explore that further. That you now have that you offer is what you said quote direct access. Now, <laughs> I always thought I had direct access to that kind of data. Did did I not? And what 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 is different with TripleMint?
1: Sure. Every market's a little bit unique and different, and New York City is one of the most confusing markets when it comes to real estate data. A lot of the searches happen on, on the big listing portals. And, you know, th- those portals in New York City, at least are a really advertisements posted by brokers, you know, their entire revenue model is to earn advertising dollars from real estate agents by posting listings. Here in New York, there's something called the RLS, which is similar to the MLS everywhere else. And the clients really don't have great access to that. What we've done is we've taken that data, the same data that a traditional broker would be using to search for properties internally, and we've built a beautiful website to allow our customers to access that. So in New York City, there wasn't great access to data. In other markets, there is much better access to data. But we found that that's not the only important thing. The search experience and how usable that data is, is the, is really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and putting it on a, a modern you know, Google Maps based search platform that allows you to really understand the data is the most important thing. You, know, you can go on an E-Trade and look up finance data and you can get data on any company out there. It's overwhelming. Being able to understand it and make use of it to help you in your search, that's the really important thing and we spent a lot of time focused on that user experience. And making sure that every piece of information you're searching is helpful to actually forwarding and advancing your process towards buying the right home.
0: Yeah. Well, kudos to you on that. I mean, yeah, it's easy to get it to get data these days. It's it's harder, much much harder to do anything meaningful with it. So I commend you on making that process more simple. So, Phil, do me a favor. One of the things that I wanted to ask you about was, uh, do you do you guys have any money saving tips? when you're purchasing a home or an apartment.
2: Absolutely. I, and I think the first one that people need to be conscious of is closing costs. And so a lot of people, when they are making the decision to buy, are thinking, okay, well, the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to look at my savings and figure out what type of mortgage I'm qualified for. And the a mortgage broker or uh, someone who's a mortgage banker will help you be able to figure out exactly what you can afford in terms of a home. But something that you really want to look at is closing costs, because those are often sort of the hidden costs that pop up up in the end and you never want to be surprised by that. The other thing I would say is that you know we're in an extremely hot market right now. Uh, inventories is very, very tight. And so for many people, it's worth taking a look at the apartments that maybe have been on for 30, 60 days, maybe even 90 days. Oftentimes people aren't really looking at the older inventory and, some, and a new apartment will come on the market and in three or four days, it already has five bids and it goes extremely quickly. Sometimes people think that something you know that has been on the market for two months, maybe they're thinking that it has some sort of stigma or people didn't like it for some reason. And sometimes for one reason or another, a deal fell apart or someone pulled out at the last minute. I and mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad property. So if you're looking for a bargain um, or a little bit of a better deal on a property and, and maybe to avoid a bidding war, sometimes looking at something that's been on the market for a little bit of time is is a good bet.
0: Yeah, no, that's a great point. I would would have uh, fallen on the sword to tell you that I wouldn't have imagined there would be any piece of property in New York City that would be available for two months. So it is important (laughs) to understand that it does happen and to take advantage of that opportunity. So you guys obviously are focusing right now uh, in the New York market, and, and I suspect you're probably still in the testing the model phase, if you will. Is there other longer-term plans, and I don't know if you can share this or not, about expanding this to other parts of the country. And let me ask the question another way. When are you going to get your, your butt down here to Atlanta so I can plug into a system like this?
1: As soon as we can, Todd. Just <laughs> uh, we, uh, we absolutely have plans to expand. You know, we're, when we look at the industry, we're building a process and a service and a platform that will be helpful to clients in every major market. We look at... You know, urban markets first. We'll be expanding nationally, starting here in New York City, which is probably the most complicated and difficult real estate market to solve. Part of why we wanted to start here first, and then we'll be expanding hours from there.
0: Outstanding. Do you um, envision any? I would imagine that the typical customer that you service in manhattan or new york city certainly i would just naturally assume would be a little bit more tech savvy i don't know that may be a wrong assumption to make but but when you break out more into the hinterlands or do you anticipate any kind of trouble with the adoption of technology and and i mean i i don't maybe not but i'm just curious if if that's going to be a different kind of challenges as you as you go out more into the into the across the continental united states that you're going to have a little bit more issues to adapt to new technology we we really
1: don't anticipate that being an issue. You know, we're really focused on major urban markets and a lot of the work we've done is actually to make the technology we have incredibly user-friendly. Boom. We're not sort of creating some a super advanced hard to use platform that, you know, only someone with a computer science degree can understand. Yeah. Uh, we're really trying to as we talked about sort of on, with the data question, trying to make everything digestible to help the clients make better decisions and have the best agents to really help that client negotiate and close. So we're building a platform that really works for any buyer, seller, and renter.
0: So you don't have to be a Yale grad to, to use this, this platform. <laughs> I, I, think, I think most people can figure this one out. <laughs> all right. Well, gentlemen, I hate to say it. We are about out of time. David, I'll just ask you, how can people contact you all? Should they have questions? And where can they go to learn more about TripleMent?
1: Sure. The, uh, the best way to get in touch with us is to shoot an email to hello at triplemint.com. That actually goes right to uh, the two of us. Uh, we'll be happy to get back to you. And if you're in the market for an apartment, the best thing to do is just go right to our website, www.triplemint.com. If you sign up right on there, our, our wonderful client experience team will be in touch with you and happy to help you with any of your apartment needs.
0: All right. Philip Lang, co-founder and COO, and David Walker, co-founder and CEO of TripleMint. Gentlemen, a real pleasure. Thanks for stopping by and joining me.
1: Thank you, Todd. Take care. Thanks so
0: much. All right. Well, that wraps this conversation. Again, on behalf of my guests, David Walker and Philip Lang, I'm Todd Schnick. We'll see you soon on Intrepid Business. All right, guys, that was awesome.